0: Welcome, everyone.
1: It's Monday, and it's another corporate talk with Charlie and Eva. It's
2: technology trying
1: Monday. Yeah, we're having some issues on our end, and uh, we (laughs) will be audio only.
2: We've had issues. We've had technology issues all day.
1: Yeah. uh, That's the way it goes. Um, It's a challenge, but it's frustrating because we look really good today. Oh, do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we hope everybody had a great week um hope everybody's faring well with the weather and um well we're all excited because we have the all-star game in town we are broadcasting live from a secure bunker here in cincinnati the home of the 2015 all-star game um we were talking yesterday i went to the all-star game in 1964 uh you're dating yourself there dear i know um so, the mission of Corporate Talk is to leave no stone unturned and use all our collaborative powers to make a difference in the workplace, even as one person. Right?
2: That's absolutely right. And um, we, if anyone wants to hear how to do that, that was our last show. So they can absolutely dial in and get that replay.
1: Right. That's what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, stay with us, CT Radio Info. At gmail.com. <laughs> that was good. Um, so, you know, the other thing is we learned everything is connected, right? So we have guests from all over the spectrum. Yes, we do. Right? We've had acupuncturists. Well, how does that help? Well, you know, if you feel better, you'll work better. Exactly. We've had people on talking about healthcare, which is near and dear to my heart. Um, and why is that? Well, because if... Corporate America is getting downsized, um, and oftentimes it's not because of the economy, but because technology changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you were a typewriter person um, in the 50s or in 60s. In the typing pool. Yeah. It's actually been in the 80s. In the 80s, okay. Word processes. So the, the point is now people can go into their entrepreneurial dreams. They can start their own business. They can get health care Um, so they don't have to hold back. Right. So, I mean, there are some challenges of course, but you know, the road is paved and now they say things like, while the economy is doing better, but the employment numbers never really came back. And that's because we're becoming more and more independent business owners. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is a really, really, really cool thing. Yes. Right. Um, and so, I don't want it to sound like a stretch, but I was wanted to share that before we got into our guest, um, uh, who was really good. We're really excited because the theme will be for working moms.
2: I know. And working moms have a really tough time.
1: Right. I and
2: mean, it's tough enough to work, it's tough but to, to be a working mom is really tough.
1: It's really tough. Yeah. And I just think now the you know it's a blank page there's so much opportunity
2: well there's a lot of opportunity but the challenges that a working mom faces
1: is still the same yeah okay so let's hear from the expert yes okay so I would like to introduce our very special guest Marcy Fair Marcy are you with us hello hi Marcy welcome to corporate talk with Charlie and Eva how are you
3: great thank you all so much for having me on your show today
1: Oh, you know, um, so before we start, I just wanted to say every once in a while, when we go through something that the guest shares with us,, mm-hmm. we find uh over and above excellent content right, and I you know going through this book that we're gonna talk about uh, I don't know what to say, it's shockingly unbelievably detailed
2: (laughs) well and you know what what the other thing i wanted to say and i'm a little bit bummed that we're not on video today because it's a big book yeah which means that there's a lot of challenges and i know we've got seven solutions in here but Mm -hmm. i mean moms go through a lot and marcy really covers a lot in
1: this book so it's a great book so okay so marcy first share your website maybe and contact information and then we can start
3: sure thank you Yes, my website is my name, Marcy Fair, M A R C I F S N Frank, A I R, MarcyFair.com. And you can reach me through there several different ways.
1: Excellent. So we have this book in our hand, and the book is titled Tilt. So Marcy, obviously, is the author of this really cool, groundbreaking book titled Tilt. So tell us first about the book and the title.
3: Sure. Yes, the title comes from the seesaw that we so often feel we're on as working parents, like people living in general, because we're always trying to balance between all of the responsibilities we feel we shoulder, and so the tilt is in reference to the seesaw. I literally thought of the word seesaw, didn't think that would be a good title, and was looking up synonyms for it, and that's how I found Mm -hmm. tilt, Um, and on the cover, of course, there's a lady on one end of the seesaw and kids on the other. And then, of course, the seven solution to be a guilt-free working mom can apply to moms, dads. The seven ideas are actually universal to life because the tilt references the balance we are trying to accomplish. We all feel we should be in balance, however, we never really can get there. So I teach people how to tilt successfully back and forth.
1: You know, it's it's interesting, right, Marcy? Because we've had guests on the show that specifically spoke about work-life balance Mm -hmm. and what we basically got was you look at it like the that legal scale picture that we see and you have one side of the scale is life the other side of the scale is work and you want to keep it equal and it was like well, yeah, that's we know that, <laughs>
2: right, right? But doing
1: that is not that easy, right? So no, and it's no. seem right, and you got in there, right? And you're really sharing how to find that balance, um, especially as a working mom. So what was what motivated you to to write this?
3: Well, we have four children, and mm. so trying do to it. work, <laughs> yeah, right there, uh, trying to have a professional career and be a good parent and a good wife and a good friend is a lot to shoulder and, uh, very difficult. And I actually went through some real, real struggles. 2004 was my real, uh, bang up year. I had at that point, a 10 year old and eight year old, a two year old and an infant. And we were growing and building businesses, my husband and I, and I, I really hit rock bottom. It was, um, so completely overwhelming. And in the course of pulling myself out of that, I found a lot of very practical, real life ways to manage all the possible things I could work on. And the funny thing where this book really began is as I started listening to the problem and that was my my four children. How was I managing my four children? And they started saying these things to me, these little pieces of kid wisdom. And when I really started listening, I started finding my answers. Wow. And that became Tilt.
1: So, okay, so tell us first, how do we get the book? We can get it through your website?
3: Uh, yes, you can get it right on Amazon.com. Tilt, Seven Solutions to be a Guilt-Free Working Mom.
1: Yes, thank Excellent. you. Um, so, well, you know, what I was thinking about when you were just uh, describing how You were inspired to write this is so you have all this chaos going on right (laughs) as many of us do so somehow somewhere you found the wherewithal to calm yourself down and start absorbing the chaos and putting it into um i don't know analysis or words that you can um adjust and steer by which i think is
0: unbelievable
3: right (laughs) that is exactly what happened. I had to look at all the parts and pieces and pull it down and bring it down to what really, really mattered because the chaos is completely overwhelming for any of us whether you have dogs or one child or you know whether you're taking care of ailing parents or you're taking care of yourself in a career we all have a, a broad range of things we could put our time into and so, for any of us, um, I found these seven ideas to be the most important, the most impactful, and the most life-changing by focusing on them.
1: Um, no, this is great, and, mm-hmm. I, and I, uh, we will get into them. I'm just, I'm just going back to that um, inspiration, right? Because there's no excuse, I guess. You know, life can be tough, right? Oh, sorry. You, you know, you can't get out at 630. I guess you can't have the job, you know. And right. basically, you're saying, I know there's no excuses. I know the debt may or may not be stacked, but we can do this, right? Right. Yeah. Well, but what I think is
2: amazing, though, is then to take lessons learned and still have four children and still be in business with your husband and then write a book on top of it, right? I mean, it's one thing. To start embracing the solutions, but it's another thing to then actually sit down and write it in the middle of all of that chaos. So kudos to you for being able to do that, because that was, that was work on top of your work already.
3: Yes, and you know, Eva, I'll be completely honest with you, it took me a long time to do it. I literally started writing the book in 1999, because that was the year I wrote down my son's, excuse me, 96, that was the year I wrote down my son's first quote. I called them my memoirs, and I collected them, and over the years, I began to see the patterns that became the seven main ideas, really from my my kids, and then all of my Studying of business and leadership, etc., and uh, that's really where it came from. So, there's 70 of my children's quotes are in the book, and, and they're foundational to to a lot of the stories in there.
1: So. Wow, memoirs, cool. Memoir, and, <laughs> and the thing is, right? This is serious stuff. It is right. So <laughs> it you kind of you kind of took um, everyday things that go on sometimes they're probably really funny sometimes they're probably really annoying and you kind of mix them all together into lessons learned
3: right yes parenting is very funny actually (laughs) i like to say life is funny when you're outnumbered by your kids
1: interesting
2: well yeah because where you see issues i'm not a parent myself but i've been around kids a lot and i like kids um and where you see issues they see no problem what I've noticed—it's just like you'll say, "There's a mess," and I think your little daughter said, "Well, what mess happened? What oh, happened?"
3: Right? Yes, she's a pistol too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you're exactly right.
1: Unbelievable. So your message before we take our first break in another minute or so um, to the moms out there—I um, don't want to speak for you, but I mean, let's get the book. Let's start a. Let's start a revolution of. A workforce that we because, you know, moms, they're like CEOs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what are we waiting for, right? It's almost like I'm getting excited here. Oh,
3: Charlie, thank you. I I like to tell parents that balance is impossible. Memories are better. Mm. And I help them learn how to create the ones that matter the most to them.
1: Yeah, and we hear oftentimes you know, the same old thing, um, there's no time. I'm lucky I get four hours sleep, let alone find the time to work. Right. You know? I understand. And I'm sure that's in here as well, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: There's a whole chapter on that one. <laughs> that needed a lot of attention.
1: No, I, um, this is great. So um, we're going to take our first break. We're going to come back and start going through the book I just, you know, again, I just want to say it just, I took the time because I just think it's unbelievable, um, such a challenge to create something like this while you're going through that, that day-to-day, right? That's right. how you did it. Anyway, excellent work. There's a lot more to come. Stay with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie Neven, our very special guest, Marcy Fair. We'll be right back.
0: CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for courage to take action relevant to everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com.
2: Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Marcy Fair. Marcy is the award-winning author of Tilt, Seven Solutions to Be a Guilt-Free Working Mom. And she is a business owner and a speaker, and she's a mother of four. And we are just amazed at everything that is in this book and what a great book it is. So, Marcy, let's take a step back for a second and just say, is there such a thing as a guilt-free mom?
3: Yes, believe it or not, there really is. And I try to help parents learn exactly how to focus on the things that matter in order to eliminate so much of the guilt. Um, Guilt is such, I call it a four-letter word. It is so useless and, and really helps none of us. And so, like I mentioned right before the break, I teach parents that balance is impossible, memories are better, And I help them learn how to create those.
2: I think that's terrific because, you know, I started working many, many years ago. And I remember friends of mine when we were all in our 20s, you know, getting pregnant and having children and coming to work and just really going crazy and feeling so guilty and sometimes saying, you know, I stayed up until two baking cupcakes for school because they needed cupcakes for school. I'm like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. I mean, that's just craziness. I don't recall my mother ever doing that. I think, <laughs> I think yeah. back in the day, like moms would just say, you're on your own sometimes. And I think that because working moms are away from home and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, it just seems like that just ups the guilt factor. And sometimes the kids take advantage of the guilt factor.
3: Yes. Well, you know, there's a lot of really great things you just mentioned, Eva. I would say, first of all, that one of the things I, and and it's in the first chapter in the book, because I really believe it is so important that while moms are um, helping their children reach for their goals and dreams, that they don't stop reaching for their own. And I believe it's the greatest leadership example we can set. So rather than feeling guilty that you're out for um, pursuing your career for financial reasons, for development reasons, whatever it may be, you're actually setting an example that your children are learning from every day.
2: That's such a great point, because I think there's nothing better than a fulfilled parent. Mm. You know, I mean, you can't. You can talk to your kids till you're blue. I mean, I just remember myself. My parents could talk to me till I'm blue. It's like, show me how to do that. And you, you're just showing them how to become fulfilled just by living your own life day to day. I think that's a great point. And I think you can't, you can't get that message out there enough because you just see so many parents that are just struggling it's, it's hard enough to go to work. Work is hard enough. Raising a child is hard enough. Putting those two things together is ultra hard. It doesn't, it's not even double hard. I think it's like a thousand times harder. And then to throw guilt on top of yourself just doesn't even make sense.
3: No, it is unfortunately a, kind of a human thing. You know, you love your, your children and you're trying to be the best you can be. But I think, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm-hmm. and so I try to encourage parents that to look at their professional uh, work experiences as coaching opportunities for their children you know, we've got our children with us approximately 18 years and those are those are the years we have the greatest opportunity to coach them and guide them and when they see us going through the ups and the downs the failures the struggles the little successes, the big successes, and they they walk along that with us and we encourage them to be a part of that. We're teaching them so many life skills that they're going to need for their own lives.
2: Oh, I think that's a great point because that's absolutely right. They're just they're watching you like little sponges to see how you're handling things. And, you know, to show that you're human and that you're having your ups and downs but you're still persevering and moving forward is better than anything that you could read to them or lecture at them. They just want to see you do it. So, Marcy, you know, going back, so here you were. You're building the business with your husband. You've got these four children. You have a two-year-old and an infant craziness. Um, <laughs> what finally happened, or or what did you finally decide to start letting go of? Like, what was the first thing that you started to do, if you remember?
3: Laundry. <laughs> ah. uh. A lot. You know, uh, I'm a student of business and leadership and so I've really taken a lot of business principles and applied them to parenthood. I'll back up one step because, you know, we spend a lot of time either focusing on our professional goals and our financial goals, but we're not necessarily look, turning and looking at our parenthood as something we should really be focused on as a, as an area of goal and looked at and so what am I going to accomplish through being a parent? And one of the greatest ways any of us can make choices that will eliminate guilt and eliminate negative issues is by applying the Pareto principle, the 80-20, to any situation in our life. And so you said, where did you start peeling back? Well, I took the 80 and I said, well, what really, really matters? And the Pareto principle is only 20% of any situation really matters, and the 80% is just stuff. So if I take the 80-20 and apply it to my parenthood and what kind of parent I want to be, only 20% of what I do is really going to matter, and the 80%, the other stuff, is just stuff. Just, you know, what, what you just mentioned a minute ago, I can talk at my kids till I'm blue in the face, but the 20% would be my instead modeling the behavior I'm hoping they will develop.
2: So let's have an example of what would be something that would be in the 20% area as opposed to something that's in the 80% area. I'm assuming making cupcakes at 2 in the morning is in in the 80% area.
3: what i was gonna say (laughs) you know it depends it's very very personal your 20 percent is going to be very personal to you charlie's is going to be very personal to him and and likewise so for me i'm not a great cook or baker i mean i can do it but (laughs) it's not something i love to do so that for me i wouldn't bake the cupcakes i would buy the cute cup uh cookies at the or, or the already decorated cupcakes at the store, and put them on a little platter and and deliver those. Or I or I sign up on the sign up sheet really fast, and then I get to bring in the bottled waters. That's even better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Marcy. She's yeah. in there before the crack of dawn, making making sure that you can sign up for to be the first one on the list so you can bring the waters.
3: <laughs> yeah, you position yourself just right on the parent night by right by the list at the front of the room, so you get it first. I'll, I'll bring the waters. I'll bring the waters. <laughs>
1: There's something behind that though, right? Because, yeah. because of the guilt word, mm. right? Yeah. So you don't want to um, do something and then feel guilty about it because you really are participating and then maybe some other times you could take a different role, I guess, right?
3: It depends on your 20%, but you're absolutely right. And what happens is when you're really clear on your 20%, your values, your the things that matter the most to you when you get that clarity it's really easy to to say no to the other things because you know that if i instead of having the kids bedroom beautifully sparkling clean and perfect if i knowing my child take that child on a walk to go swing or um If that child is a big reader, I sit down and cuddle with him on the sofa and we read a book together and I don't worry so much about the other things that aren't perfectly together, but I do the 20% that means the most to that child and to me, then guess what? I don't have to feel guilty because I'm doing the stuff that matters and I'm letting go of the rest.
2: That's such a huge, huge, huge point to be made there, that 20% really understanding what it is that you value and letting the other stuff go. That's huge. And that must have been so freeing when you first figured that out. Because otherwise, if you put the same level of intensity on every activity, you're not only going to make yourself crazy, you're going to make your children crazy as well. And and I would think that nobody's happy.
3: You're absolutely right. You're so so right, Eva. And so being aware of that and being focused on the things that are fulfilling to you. And sometimes some parents, we're not really clear on what really is our child's 20%. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's those, those are a lot of conversations that we'll have. Well, what, what do you really want to do? Or after you, they've done something, I'll ask them, um, I use this all the time with kids. I'll ask them, instead of saying, was that fun, or, or how was your day, and they'll say, good, good, good. My teenage son would he used to come home from school, and I'd say, how was your day? It was good. And finally, I said to him, I said, why do you always say good to me? And he turned around, and he looked at me, and he goes, Mom, if I say my day was bad, then you ask me more questions. <laughs> if I say my day was great, then you ask me more questions. If I say my day was good, then you leave me alone. (laughs) 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 So if you say, how was your day or how was the movie or how was that activity on a scale of 1 to 10, then you get some real answers. Because that's pretty easy for them to throw out a number. I think
2: that's really, I think that's great. And I like what he said about the good that he yeah. didn't have to get drilled anymore on <laughs> any more questions.
3: Yeah, that was a funny day. I remember that very clearly.
2: And so one of the things we're, we're going to be taking a break in a couple minutes. But before we do that, you know, there was something you said in here about, um, dirty shorts can be worn twice sometimes and kind of going back to laundry, which, you know, and of course, you're not going to make your kids walk around in dirty clothes. However, no one's really going to know if that spot was from yesterday or today. But um, when do you start having your children help?
3: As soon as they can walk. Mm. I mean, they, they're naturally at the younger ages, they want to help. Um, and if you just give them little baby things to do all along the way, and then continue that, and then it becomes a responsibility. Then they'll they will step up to the task. And and if they don't, you've got to be a strong parent, uh, because unfortunately, not enough parents, uh, I'm afraid today, are being strong enough, and setting enough boundaries or responsibilities on their children. And I'm I'm concerned about that. That we're raising a strong generation uh, that can stand on their own when we're gone.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I would think that giving children some responsibility empowers them.
3: Yes, it does. Makes you feel
2: like you know. I I remember when I was young too. um, I was tall pretty early, so the second that I could hit the button on the washing machine, I was doing my own. (laughs) I was doing my own laundry, but then I remember that later when I went to college, there were so many of my friends that didn't know how to do their laundry. Yes, and. You know, and that was just something I didn't even have to worry about. So by allowing your children to help and to give them tasks and to help them master those tasks, I mean, you're really preparing them for life, which I think is terrific.
3: Yeah, don't feel guilty about empowering your children to do things for themselves. As soon as my kids were driving, they were taking themselves to their own doctor's appointments, their own haircuts, their own dentist appointments. They're filling out their own insurance forms, taking their cars in for repair, et cetera, et cetera. You're empowering them. Don't feel guilty about that.
2: Oh, I think that's terrific. That's a terrific message. Well, we're going to go ahead and take our second break. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll be right back with our guest, Marcy Fair.
0: Charlie Labasco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, Go to charlie That's dot speaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We are in segment three um, with our special guest, Marcy Fair, and we're talking about her book, Tilt, um, which is uh, a fantastic book book for working moms seven solutions to be a guilt-free working mom Um, but I think it's one of those books that you keep on your lap if you're if you're a mom if you're a mom right
2: but she had four children that would be a lot to keep on her lap
1: (laughs) so (laughs) um, and just so everyone is clear um, Marcy's website is marcyfair.com correct m-a-r-c-i-f-a-i-r thank you and the book is available on Amazon and in Kindle or paperback as well right Kindle a Kindle and ebook <laughs> yes yes um, go and orders' the book and then we'll come back and continue that's how important I think it might be right it's sort of like comfort well let's see well what do we we say this in corporate a lot right ww it would be wwmd what would marcy do let me look you know <laughs> so um you were talking earlier uh, at the end of the last segment about empowering children early mm-hmm. and um you also mentioned that you had leadership training or you did some re- leadership uh research um, is that through work or was that on your own?
3: Uh, both. I study uh, business and business leadership um, all
1: the time. So I think that played a big part in your ability to strategize and also communicate because um, what happens maybe out there is like we were talking, people uh, say yes to everything and they run around and run around and try to do everything and seize up. So it takes a little skill, right? It's not an easy thing to do to be able to delegate empowerment and then trust it. Right. Mm. Like you mentioned, as soon as they were able to drive, they would go to their own appointments and parents might say, well, I don't see how that's makes sense. And I'm bringing that up because it's a skill to have those leadership qualities to be able to trust and delegate, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I think um, I think that was a big secret weapon that you had.
3: Well, you know, I think that everyone is a leader in their own right in their own life, whether you're interacting in your family and with. Your parents, with siblings, with your children, whether you're in a in a social situation, whether you're in a professional situation, we all make uh, have opportunities to display uh, leadership skills, and so I think it's hugely impactful in our parenthood to realize that we are acting in a leadership capacity, and how are we handling those those relationships because. Um, there's a lot of love in leadership and when you, you so dearly love these children and you, you want the best for them, um, but by applying the, these, these different techniques like, you know, I really believe that when they're under our roof are our greater, greatest opportunities to coach them. So I want them to fail a lot when they're at home. Uh, so they, they go to the the children's doctor, um, and they don't know how to fill out the insurance form and, and they're worried or concerned or something happens when they go to the car repair place. These are our opportunities to coach and, and to help and to assist versus waiting until they're, you know, 25, 30 and they're out and they're stumbling and bumbling along because they haven't had any of these experiences of managing things on their own. When our oldest son uh, went to college, uh, I kind of felt like, well, maybe I should step back in a little bit. I'd empowered him a lot. And maybe I should step back in and help him uh, because that's a pretty major life change. And so I said, well, you know, are you signed up for all of the, the right classes you should be in? And he goes, I got it, Mom. I said, mm-hmm.
0: okay.
1: I said,
3: okay. Yeah,
0: so
1: yeah, that's your, that's your review, right? That shows you that um, you were doing the right thing over the years. Uh, well, what it does though is
2: it allows him to focus on learning yes. instead of trying instead of focusing on navigating because I know so many of my friends when they were in college just had a really tough time just navigating college. The learning was was even harder to put on top of that because they were just having a hard time figuring out like how do I do my laundry? How do I pay for this? What do I do? I mean, they just didn't have any life skills. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Which is um, which- which, unfortunately, I believe I have a theory. A lot of that stemming from parental guilt, that parents are doing too much for their children out of feeling guilty, rather than understanding that empowering them to do things for themselves is the greatest gift we can give our kids. And uh, you yeah. know, I, I, I like to say, doing less for our children teaches them more.
2: No, oh, I think that's a great point. And and it leads into another chapter that you have in in your book that I think is an amazing chapter is about loving yourself. I think there's nothing more important than loving yourself. So you can love your family, but it's also just as important to make sure that you're loving yourself and taking care of yourself because then you're teaching your children how to do that because I think so many of us don't know how to do that well. That's the old
1: put your mask on first. First, yeah, absolutely.
3: Yes. And I, I have not always, you know, handled that right. I, I tend to sacrifice myself first and mm-hmm. take care of everyone else. Um, I was actually in a business mastermind and the gentleman asked a question of our group. He said, if you, you know, had to take care of these three people in, in a certain order, what would it be? Your spouse, your children, yourself. And I actually said it, um. In the order of my children, my spouse, myself, and he said, "You're wrong." He said, "You've got to take care of yourself first. It's it's the the best example I think. Charlie, I agree with you. Is the light, you know, the the oxygen mask coming in the in mm. the plane? Because it it's the most it's the best visual. Because if you don't put it on you and you pass out, what good are you to everybody else? You're not.
1: Yeah, it's funny, right? Because uh, listening to you, that's the message we get, right? And then sometimes when you're faced with the reality yourself, we maybe revert back, you know, and go back to being the one that sacrifices. So it's always a challenge, right, which is good. It's even it's even um, good for your guys in your house to see that sometimes you don't always get it right, right? That's part mm-hmm. of it. You know? That's
3: pretty much a daily occurrence, just to be honest. <laughs> um, and by the way, you know,
1: we, we are all in with the everyone is a leader. That's part of our shared leadership model that Eva and I yeah. both preach from the rooftops. So um, and and here is a great example of you applying it um, in the home and empowering others to become the leader that is in them, right, to mm-hmm. bring it out, which I think is really good. You mentioned something earlier that I want maybe, if you can, to repeat slowly. You said, if you change the way you look at things, things will change or something like that?
3: Sure. That's not, that's not my quote, but it's just one that I love. And it, the way it uh, reads is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.
1: Mm, Yeah. I don't want to sound like Oprah because she does that, but um, that (laughs) saying just, I wanted to write that down because I thought it was really cool. So thank you.
3: Thank you. It's one of my favorites too. I I try to remind myself of it. (laughs)
1: Um, What I wanted to ask you is, you know, I see in, well, first I want to take a step back and say, what about the other side, right? We're talking about in the home. How do you manage your work? I mean, uh, I'm sure the same rules apply on the other side, right? I mean, when you're at work, that becomes the priority as well.
3: You know, I think it's critical that you're present wherever you're at. And so, yes, I, you know, the other thing that I think parents need to keep reminding themselves is that we are, are going to go through different seasons in life with our children. And there are going to be times, especially when they're young, where they have more physical needs. And then as they grow and develop, they, they have usually more mental, emotional needs. And so like that in, in your career, depending on what how you want to form your career life, you will be likewise making choices. And when I mentioned early on that I teach parents how to successfully tilt back and forth I focus a lot on filling the buckets of my children and my spouse so that when I have to tilt the other way professionally and I can't do as much as I might like to uh, for the kids or around the kids then I tilt back the other way but I've already filled their buckets and and Mm -hmm. so professionally when I have to do a little extra, even just, you know, being on your show this afternoon, I put every everybody else on hold and said, hey, I'm going to go be with Charlie and Eva. We're going to try to help some parents out there in their audience. And so uh, you all need to do your thing, and I'm going to be over here working. And so I we tilt back and forth. So professionally, when you look at what you're trying to accomplish in your career, mm-hmm. There may be times where, you know, a, a big project comes up and you have to make a choice or a decision whether or not you're going to be on that team or whether or not that promotion is going to support you and your family like in alignment with your goals and your 20%. Yeah, it's almost form- like you're
1: always being challenged and tested, right? It never ends. Yeah.
3: It, it doesn't, but it, it can really be amazing and awesome. You know, there's uh, our kids... I. my whole first chapter is about dreams and and goal setting because uh, so many parents forget to do that for themselves. They're so busy helping their kids reach their goals and dreams and then they stop reaching for their own. And I think that's a big mistake. And so, um, but that, I I bring a lot of work and and, uh, personal back and, they go back and forth. And so my kids are very well aware of my goals and goals with tilt or my goals with the children's charity or whatever I'm working on and and I bring them into that be a part of that and you can do that as a parent say hey you know what Um, if I finish this project in this you know next 30-day period here's what it's going to do for the company and here's what it'll you know do for our family so I got to put a little extra effort in right now but let's look on the calendar we've got this special thing we're doing together we've got this thing going I'm going to be at that at your baseball game, et cetera. You learn how to tilt back and forth. You can do it with clarity on your goals and your 20%. Well,
1: it's, so, it's sort of like, you know, that if you want to be a leader, then lead, because that's what you're doing, right? I mean, if you can't just say it. You have to lead at all times. It's yeah. very complicated. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of skill there.
2: It is. It's a lot of skill, but it, what I love is the fact that you're giving attention to all of it but without giving attention, you know, 150% to the point where you're depleted.
0: Yeah.
1: You're giving the attention where it needs to and be. And if you have to flip back, it's okay because those buckets are always kept at a well it a goes back to that
2: level. 20% rule yeah. about what's really of value to you and what's important. And I think when you come up with that 20%, the other things seem to fall in place.
1: Yeah. So Amen. I have some other things I want to ask, but we have to go to break, right? Yes, we do. Okay, so stay with us. We're not done yet. Uh, Marcy Fair is our guest. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back.
0: Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization, regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com.
1: Wow, so this was another fast-paced hour, wasn't it, Charles? Yes, we we were, uh, Marci, so during the break we were going back and forth. I want to ask this, no, I want to ask that No, and so I get to ask first,
2: but before we go any further, I just wanted to let our listeners know about Marcy one more time, because Marcy is a business owner, and she's also an award-winning author, and she has four children. and. She also has founded Cares for Kids, which has served over 20,000 children since 2005, not to mention the real estate business that her and her husband have had for over 20 years. That's also ranked in the U.S., which is just amazing, right? It's amazing. What else does Marcy do? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I mean, what else can you fit in the day? It's just amazing. And you had a question. I'll I did ask. have a question, okay, so thank you so ahead. much.
1: So um you have a segment in the book that I just think is really cool where you ask other people and you ask the question of, if I knew then what I know now, right? I yeah. think that's really cool. Um, and you don't usually see that from an author, right? So um, that's to me, that's a shared leadership approach because you want to hear from others as well. Um, so how did you find that? I mean, that must have been really interesting when you heard ideas different than yours or similar to yours. Um, I just thought that was really cool.
3: Oh, thank you, Charlie. I love that piece. There's actually 86 other women um, in TILT in different places and 50 in that chapter in particular. I thought it was really important that uh, parents would hear from people with other parenting experiences as well one of the things I've learned parenting is very humbling uh, on a daily basis and so I thought it just because you know my ideas are my ideas but there's a lot of other people out there who are doing it very well So in that particular chapter, I call it the chapter on wisdom and learning from the experience of others, I sought out women who had professional careers outside of the home and had also raised their children. So all of their children had grown and gone, and they'd had uh, professional uh, careers, as I mentioned. And I, I just asked them to finish that sentence because as we mature in life, we have a different perspective on our experiences that our younger peers don't have.
1: And that segment alone is reason to get the book.
3: I thought it was very important that they, the reader hears the experiences and wisdom from other women. And so, yes, I just asked them to answer that, just fill in the blank. And their, their wisdom was fabulous, wasn't it? And different. And, you know, hmm. you hear, what was really fascinating there were people who uh moms who said that they uh, wished they had you know maybe juggled their work life their work a little bit differently maybe they hadn't done so much there were other women who said they were delighted that they had worked as they had uh, there was one woman who had a very simple an- one sentence answer and she said i wouldn't change a thing mm-hmm. and then there are other women who had reflections on it so the bottom line for me, when you get to the end of that chapter, is there's no right or wrong. We're all on our own parenting journey. And the the answer is learning your 20%, learning what means the most to you and your spouse, your family, and, and focusing on those things and letting go of the other stuff. That doesn't make a difference in their lives because later on, they're not going to look back on their childhood and go, wow, I had the cleanest kitchen. Wow, my socks were always perfectly folded in my drawer. Wow, you know, my mom was the one who made all the copies for my teacher at school. They're they're not going to necessarily remember that. But, But if you learn what does matter to them, one of the most important things for me with my kids was that I would go and have lunch with them once a month when they were in elementary school. It was very, very hard for me, work-wise, to do that. But I actually, in May, just had my last, my last little elementary lunch, and uh, with all of my kids. And my little one's in sixth grade now, and uh, that's a memory we'll have forever.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's terrific. And and the other thing that what they'll really remember is they'll be up until, you know, some crazy time staying up all night, making sure the kitchen's really clean and not really sure where that need to have that done is coming from. And so you're also letting them, you're giving them the opportunity to let go of all of that too and and really understanding what's their 20%. And I love, you know, going to lunch with them once a month. I think that's terrific. I mean, what a terrific memory that is. Um yeah. So everything that you have in the book, I mean, it's just such a way to to let parents finally just, you know, take a breath. Well, it teaches leadership. Well, it teaches leadership. It also just allows them to take a breath to let go of a lot of things you know, to really just let it go and to just focus on what's really important. And it's great because Marcy gives so many examples in this book. And there's so many great examples in here. And I love the quotes in here, Marcy. I think they're terrific. They're very funny. And they just show, you know, like what you went through that you're one of them. You're, you're a mom, just like everyone else, you're working. And you have your issues and your challenges but here's what I did and I think it's terrific that you were able to pull
1: this book together to help other parents yeah I would buy the book just to see how many mom wars apply <laughs> a lot to me it. you know like uh, <laughs> how many of them can I relate to if I was a mom it'd be cool
3: yeah they're very funny well I, it, I have a passion to help other parents it's uh, such a can be such a painful thing but in fact, it's, it's our greatest opportunity in so many ways to um, impact someone. And so rather than uh, wasting our time feeling guilty or fearful or worried or disappointed in ourselves, we can turn that around and make it so much more positive and powerful and uh, memory-based and, and really enriching. It doesn't have to be the other way. It's it's really, you know, there are so many times I would reach into my purse and at the bottom of my purse are crumbs and matchbox cars and little pony toys and all these other things. And I came to this conclusion uh, one day. I share about this in the book that rather than being frustrated that there's always other stuff in my bag, I realized that there was going to be a point in time not too far away that my bag was going to be perfectly clean and I'd be sad. Mm-hmm. And so uh, even to this day, my house is getting cleaner and cleaner as the kids get older because the, all those toys aren't strewn all over the floors as much as they used to be. And I miss them. Mm-hmm.
1: And so yeah, I bet.
3: Be really present wherever, whatever you're at in this stage, be present. Know your 20% and focus there and make memories.
2: Oh, that's terrific. That's great advice. You know, I wanted to, we just have a couple minutes left, and I wanted to also touch on Cares for Kids. Can you tell us a little bit about that before we go?
3: Thank you so much <clears throat> for asking. Yes, we are delighted that uh, we will have helped over um, 20,000 children, actually over 24,000 by the end of this year. We have uh, helped children in need. Our our mission is to care for kids in need, and our vision is that by helping children positively today, we will impact and strengthen our communities for tomorrow. So we give book bags filled with school supplies to children who wouldn't otherwise have one. We take teddy bears to children who are in the hospital. We give gift cards to what we call the forgotten teenagers at the holidays, the ones who are missed when the holidays come around. We shop for children's charities when their shelves go there in the fall I could go on We're our latest newest exciting thing is we're now donating buddy benches to elementary schools in our community and I actually heard the idea from a young child in York Pennsylvania and um, these are benches that we're installing in elementary school playgrounds and they encourage friendship and you're going to be really surprised Charlie leadership
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. you guys um, are revolutionaries <laughs> yeah
3: among among children so, yep. Very excited about Care for Kids and all the amazing, amazing people in our company, Keller Williams Realty Atlanta Partners, who helped make that possible.
2: Well, that's terrific. I mean, there's so much here. So I encourage everyone to go to Marcy's website at MarcyFair.com. that's M-A-R-C-I-F-A-I-R.com. You can learn more about Marcy. You can get the book there. You can get the book at Amazon. And Marcy is Cares for Kids at that website too, or is it a, a different website?
3: Uh, it does have its own. There are links online, but it's okay. Cares with a K, K-A-R-E-S, and the number four, Cares for Kids, K-I-D-S, CaresForKids.com.
1: And we'll share that as well. We will. We will. um, Over and over this week.
2: So, Marcy, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. This was a terrific show. We really appreciate
1: it. Yes. uh, Excellent work. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much for all
3: that you all are doing to help your audience and community and for giving me an opportunity to to be with you today.
1: Oh, thank you. That was nice. Have a
3: great night,
2: Marcy.
1: Thank you, you all, too. Okay.
2: Another great show, a uh, terrific book. Let me show.
1: um
2: Let me share the book title again. It's Tilt, Seven Solutions to Be a Guilt-Free Working Mom, and it's available on Amazon.com, and it's in Kindle format as well. And, again, you can find Marcy at MarcyFair.com. It was a great show.
1: Yep, uh, Marcy brings it. She does. Sure. Uh-huh.
2: So thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks to our producer, Dave Olson. And have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next Monday. Take care.